The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. questions you always had, the answers you were never given, the place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. to everyone around the world and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mal Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time or your truth journey brought you here, welcome home. And to enjoy tonight's full interview and all of our material, hundreds of hours going all the way back to 2008, go to VeritasRadio.com and subscribe. And if you want to give your life an upgrade, and I really mean it when I say that, go to sanitasradio.com and take a listen. Subscribe there too. You won't regret it. And finally, if you would like to get in touch with me, would like to be a guest on this radio program, or would like to offer guest suggestions or questions, go to the contact link of our website. I'd love to hear from you. Questions about the nature of God have been haunting humankind since the advent of the concept. Various beliefs about the nature of God have shaped human history and been the direct cause of repetitive cycles of individual violence, warfare between nations, hatred, genocide, and a wholesale slaughter of entire cultures and civilizations. Even in this age of science and technology, ethnic and religious warfare continues unabated barbarism, exploitation, the suppression of women, the debasing of human dignity, and other heinous acts flourish on the planet, because no one has ever been able to define God. Most religions require faith, which over the millennia has created rituals and dogma, serving more to separate than unite us. All believe they have the right answers, the right explanations, the one truth. Leaders of nations have used religion to justify any actions they choose to perpetrate on an unwilling populace, even to potentially destroying the very planet that gives us life. We must first trace the origins of the concept of God and how the various beliefs and doctrines have evolved to the present day. And tonight we discuss the film titled I, God, with one of his co-producers, Robert Friedman. Hello, Robert, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? Hello, thanks for having me. It's nice to be here. Oh, it's my pleasure. And as I told you offline, the concept of God. To some people, they call it the universe, they call it the source. But where did the concept of God originate, Robert? Oh, (laughs) it's hard to tell. I mean, it goes back to before there's any kind of written history. Uh, I think indigenous groups created a a god in 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 their own image and uh, some of them were trying to explain 
you know, events that were occurring to them, and so they created um, a, a being which they called the gods, because in the beginning there was more than one, and um, to explain, you know, what happened to them, because they had no other explanation. And I guess that evolved through the, um, originally I think in the Jewish religion, it, it turned into the one God, and Christianity, of course, picked that up, as did as did Islam. But I think that's where it began. I mean, I'm not a historian, so I don't know for sure exactly where that concept came from. I don't think anybody does. Well, at one point, the Egyptians, I believe it was uh, Akhenaten, the, the pharaoh Akhenaten, they believed in multiple gods, but one uh, pharaoh changed that to, to from polytheist to, to monotheist. What changed in our world? And you're mentioning the Judaism as well, uh, that all of a sudden the notion of one god, a single most powerful deity, appeared. Well, I think that's where they normally um, they normally ascribe that to uh, to the Jewish the Jewish people. But as you say, this it probably occurred in other places that maybe we're not even aware of. Um, in 1993, the uh, Karen Armstrong published a book called "The History of God: The 4,000 Year Quest of Judaism, Christianity, and Islam." And um, in that book, I think she she um, discusses uh, the, the various the various uh, concepts of God from the, as early as as she could find them, and, I, and she calls it four thousand years ago. Now, why do you think? By the way, may I call you Bob? Is that how you go by? Sure, that's fine. Yeah. Thank you. Why do you think, Bob? That what do you think? Views and ideas about God still differ as much today as they did since the dawn of humankind. Because, as you said, no one has ever been able to define God. And um, so they have each person has its own, or each religion has its own definition of, of God. And, and, of course, there are many hundreds of religions over the centuries and beliefs. But... Um, it's a question that's been haunting humankind for for a long, long time. Well, different religions refer to God as uh, Jehovah, Vishnu, Yahweh, Elohim, Allah, Brahman, Adonai. No wonder there's so, more div- so much division around the world because everybody says, my God is different than yours, my God is better than yours. Do you think that a lot of the conflicts and the wars we have throughout history are because of this? No question. I mean, a lot of them are about were about territory, for sure. But uh, <clears throat> there have been many, many wars and uh, conflicts because of religion. I think everybody knows that. Whether it's overtly about it or, or covertly, it's uh, it's one of the driving forces. <clears throat> Hatred, genocide, slaughter of entire cultures and civilizations all because of um, beliefs in in their own uh, religion or their own concept of God. Even in in this age of science and technology, uh, ethnic and religious warfare continues unabated. Exactly. You would think that at the 21st century, we would have agreed more to at least 
sit down and coexist. And I remember when I spent some time in southern Spain, I remember going to the to uh, Granada and seeing that they had mosques, churches, uh, you know, temples, and so on uh, there. So everybody in that part of the world, even though the Moors were taking over that part of Spain, Jews, Christians, and Muslims seem to have cohabitated in peace. And this, we're talking about 700, 1,000 years ago. What changed? What changed in in vis-a-vis peace? Well, true. I mean, you had you, you had these religious buildings right next to each other, and you had Jews, Christians, and Muslims living in the same, more or less, in the same communities, and they seem to have been in peace. But all you have to do is turn on the TV right now, and that seems to be almost an impossibility. I think it depends on what part of the world you're in. Obviously, that is true. In the Middle East, is there's wars going on now between two factions of Islam. And they're killing each other because of, you know, minor differences in, in belief in their own, in the same religion. That is true, the Shias and the Sunnis. Exactly. Um, there have been many periods in history where, where um, different religions have coexisted quite peacefully, and they do so now in the United States, except for minor outbreaks of, uh, of violence, which, you know, probably always has occurred, but um, nothing in, nothing like a crusade or, or uh, the kind of wars that are going on now or have been in the past. Yeah, when I think of the crusades, I think of the tortured chambers they had at the point at that time. Do you think that was because of the mis- interpretation or skewed interpretations that man had based on the information that was supposedly given to one or a few prophets? Well, I think that's that's quite obvious. Um, I'm not one to, you know, to judge what kind of interpretation is right or wrong. In fact, the film tries to present all of the interpretations quite quite equally and and you know let the let the viewer decide what he thinks makes sense um we made this film because primarily because of the book that neil donna walsh wrote called conversations with god you've heard of that i assume absolutely it um was published by my company in 1995 may of 1995 and it sold um Probably by now it's sold over 10 million copies yeah. in 37 languages in the world. And and the concept of God in that book has been uh, controversial in some quarters because Neil's concept of God is a, is a non-judgmental, non-punishing God, which uh, in many religions uh, is not their concept of God. The Old Testament concept of God is a is a, definitely a punishing and judgmental God, and, and been even to this day. I don't like to offer my opinions because I'm the neutral presenter of this radio program, but if what Neil Donald Walsh is saying, what he's saying, that judge doesn't, uh, God doesn't judge, 
I can, I can stand behind that kind of religion. Why do we have to think that judges up there, a white-bearded man standing on top of a mountain and a kingdom judging everybody so that you are always afraid? So do you have to always love them and be afraid at the same time? Which seems, seems to be, uh, it, those two concepts seem to clash, you know, love this person and also be fearful of him. Yeah, obviously that's uh, it's very difficult to to accomplish that to be fearful of someone and love them at the same time. Now, why do people when when I say when we think of, of God creating everything, what is right and what is wrong and what is good and evil? If God created everything, then he must have created that, but are we the ones defining that? In other words, are we the ones creating the concept of good and evil? Well, I think um, good and evil is is basically a, a human creation. And it, in conversations with God, for example, um, it's another controversial statement in that Neil says, and Neil is, is having, in this book, he's having a dialogue with what he conceives to be God. It, it identified itself as God, but of course he's not, No, he can't be sure that that God is talking to him or, or, or what's talking to him. He basically says, read the information if it makes sense to you, if it resonates with you, fine. If it doesn't, I'm not, you know, attached to it. I'm not trying to make you believe anything. Here it is. This is what God says. That's why it's called Conversations with God. But um, basically, he says there is no, on a higher level, there is no good or evil. And that's hard for uh, us to wrap around as a human being because, you know, you, you look around, you just look around the corner and, you know, if somebody murders somebody, you say, well, that's an evil act. And he would say, yes, the act is evil or what you consider to be evil. But you don't have enough information to know what's good or evil on a higher level, you know, from the level of uh, of what he calls God. And um, so it, it's a controversial statement when he says there's no there's no good, there's no evil, there just is. What happens? Well, any information that may contradict someone's belief may be considered controversial, but, you know, there are people who say, you know, his book, Conversations with God, somebody, a man speaking with God. To some people, that may sound crazy, but there are people who say in today's day and age, again, they're communicating with God. Yet, they are frequently, you know, considered crazy, but we believe others in ancient times who said the same why is that? Why do we believe those who said they were receiving information from God or were having conversations with God back then? But anybody who says that today, you and I, if we were to say, you know, we had a conversation with God last night and he said this or that, we are deemed as delusional or crazy. Why is that? That is very interesting. People don't consider Moses crazy. They revere him. Exactly. They don't consider Jesus crazy. They don't consider Muhammad crazy. Um, why are they allowed to to talk to God, and nobody in this day and age is, is allowed? It is it is an interesting point, isn't it? Then you go to the 
bookstore and you see a lot of books that this, I mean, Greg Braden, one of the people that, that uh, you had in the, in the film, they write books about God. And, you know, when you put it in a book, it's, it's something different. But if you and I say, I believe I spoke to Gat yesterday, and he said for me to love everybody, or what have you, we're deemed as delusional. But the word belief, which is one that we try to avoid using on this radio program, we say we don't want to believe, we want to know. But let me use that word throughout the interview. Why do people believe in what they believe? Why do they believe? Why do well, people believe in what they believe, which is something that was thoroughly discussed in your taught. film? They're taught that way from their parents and their religion that they're brought up in and, and their culture. <clears throat> it, it, they just accept the beliefs that they're taught. Most That's the way most human beings um, are. I mean, uh, uh, you know, in, in, I just published a book recently by Neil, a new one called God's Message to the World. And this, the quote is, God's Message to the World, colon, you've got me all wrong. And that's the message that God wants to say to the world, at least through Neil, or as Neil believes, that our concept of God is wrong. And he goes on to make a whole bunch of statements that he says, you know, are all false in the book and deals with each one in a, in a you know, a, a more um, thorough way. But, for example, one of them is God is to be feared. He thinks that's a, that's a false concept. Why would God want us to fear him or her? See, you said something important there, Bob. You said... He or she. Why do we keep saying he? Most people say he. Well, how do we know it's not a she? How do we know it's not something else? Well, that's that's another thing that he considers false, the statement God existing as a superhuman male being. You know, God would not have a gender. I mean, that's a human concept. It's not it's not a it's not a concept of of um of God that the, the God that Neil believes in and many other people for sure um, some people call God you know him her it whatever you being the publisher i guess you can attest to to this but neil having sold, sold so many millions of of books and now with the new book that's coming out have you experienced criticism from people who say, hey, I, I don't agree with what you're saying, this part about God not judging or not fearing, this is against my principles? Have you gotten a lot of that? Well, of course, Neil has a, has a lot of it. And um, when we first came out with Conversations with God back in 95, it never got a um, a positive review in any of the mainstream media. It got a lot in the what we call the New Age media. But the mainstream media basically discounted it. And um, I remember the time where he got on Larry King, and the first question Larry asked him was, how do you know you're talking to God? And, and Neil kind of um, defused the whole situation by his answer was, I don't. And you could, you could, you could realist. You could look at Larry and see that he just relaxed. <laughs> I thought you. Were 
Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.